yellow. King Julian! Oh. <laughs> Hello. King Julian! Can you do the King Julian voice? Uh, I can't think it? of a single sentence he would say. I can't think of it. I probably can. I, I love voice can. acting. I'm a voice actor. He's a voice actor. She Hello. also loves Vermont, but it's the season of the sticks. It's the season of the Crocs. <laughs> yeah, we went for a walk today. Um, mind you, it is cold and windy. They relocated the Windy City from Chicago to where we are. And goddamn, Maddie went outside in her Crocs. It was so cold. I was not expecting it to be that cold. I was in an office all day. We had to amputate every single one of her toes individually. Yep. I can't walk. Nope. Nope. She's got two club feet. Really embarrassing. Please. I walk on my hands now. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know you had wrist and on uh, shoulder strength like that. I do. I do. Damn, I'm sorry for doubting you. Thanks. Anyway. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome back to the pod, everybody. I'm Rachel. I'm Maddie. And we're diving into Hunger Games Chapter 20 today. Yeah. And boy, are we ready. We are well past halfway through this book. Yeah. We're really cooking now. It's going down for real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. Me and DJ Khaled, we hang out. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. He's it's, over all the time. Yeah. Yeah. He's our buddy. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. DJ Khaled's in the Hunger Games. <laughs> I would love to see a celebrity Hunger Games. Um, I mean, that's what the, that's what Catching Fire is, kind of. True, yeah. true. It's, it's Hunger Games celebrities. I've done Sims Hunger Games. How do you make them do that? Where you you can have eight people in Sims without mods. Okay. And I'll download celebrities from the gallery because like people upload it, and you can download it. So mm-hmm. I'll put the, like the eight most random celebrities. Okay. And then you see who survives the longest. Oh, okay. Do and they then, fight each other or no? No, but you can get mods where like you can murder each other. Oh. So I reckon if you after this go on YouTube, just take a little <laughs> prowl. At Sims Hunger Games, Sims Celebrity Hunger Games. It's pretty entertaining. Okay. I recommend it. Cool. It's very fun. Cool. Well, I, I don't like downloading murder mods very much. So I Worried about ending up on a list or something? Yeah. yeah. That's fair. So. That's fair. Well, I'm not going to do that only because I'm going to bed immediately after this. Well, me too. I'll send you a link for the morning. Okay. So, oh, perfect. You know, when you're like uh, brushing your teeth, going on a walk. Yeah. You can like watch some sims murder each other it's a nice peaceful way to start the morning yeah yeah that sounds I recommend great it. well as you're listening i'm assuming it's tuesday morning tuesday? let's let's start with some nice murder yeah let's get into it chapter 20 getting the broth into pita takes an hour of coaxing begging threatening and yes kissing <laughs> <laughs> she she mama birds <laughs> the soup right into his mouth mm-hmm. he's like hey pita open up <laughs> She's like, I'm gonna, she leans in for a kiss. She spits soup in his mouth. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but finally, sip by sip, he empties the pot. Oh. Good boy. <laughs> Good boy. He's a fighter. <laughs> Eating his bra. <laughs> I let him drift off to sleep and then attend to my own needs, wolfing down a supper of grusling and roots. Yum. <laughs> the delicacy. While I watch the daily report in the sky. She's she's flipping through channels yeah, in the sky. She's like, where are the news? She's like, I heard that Love is Blind Season 6 is out. <laughs> God, wait. Love is Blind would be crazy in the Hunger Games era. Because, like, they come out, they got three arms, green skin. Yeah. You go, whoa. Yeah, you're like, hold up. You're like, I literally have no idea what you could possibly It's like a coal miner from District 12. <laughs> and, like, a... They shoot him on site. <laughs> 
They're like, I would never marry you. That would be crazy. Yeah. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. But the Hunger Games isn't real. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let's take a moment. Let's, uh, let's, get, let's get back to business. <laughs> no new casualties. Still, Pina and I have given the audience a fairly interesting day. Hopefully the game makers will allow us a peaceful night. I automatically look around for a good tree to nest in before I realize that's over. <laughs> At least for a while. I can't very well leave Pita unguarded on the ground. I left the scene of his last hiding place on the bank of the stream untouched. How could I conceal it? And we're a scant 50 yards downstream. I put on my glasses. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Fresh as night vision goggles. Hey, you're like, huh? I was like, huh? She's got her reading glasses on. <laughs> Sorry, it's just sometimes long distances. It's just... Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Place my weapons in readiness and settle down to keep watch. The temperature drops rapidly and soon I'm chilled to the bone. Eventually I give in and slide into the sleeping bag with Peta. <laughs> it's giving eclipse. <laughs> it is giving eclipse in, a, in the tent. The tent scene. I love the tent if scene. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. It's toasty warm. And I snuggle down gratefully until I realize it's more than warm. It's overly hot because the bag is reflecting back his fever. Have you ever shared a bed with somebody who's actively ill? <laughs> no. That's how you get COVID. That's just you, homie. <laughs> um, yeah, I love... Why... Yeah. If this man has, like, an astronomically high <laughs> fever, he should not be in a sleeping bag. Yeah. She's so real, though. Also, for me, like, mm, toasty, and then immediately, like, too hot. Yeah, she's like, too wait hot. Wait a second. This, <laughs> wait a second. Never mind. This isn't right. He's the opposite of a vampire. He is not pale white and ice no, cold. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He's red. He beat red. Beat red and sweaty. <laughs> yeah. He's glistening with sweat. Yep. That's our man. <laughs> a bread man. I check his forehead and find it burning and dry. Oh, he's not sweating. Oh. That's shocking to me. Maybe it's all body sweat. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Leave him in the bag and hope the excessive heat breaks the fever. Take him out and hope the night air cools him off. I end up just dampening a strip of bandage and placing it on his forehead. I know that felt so good. Mm-hmm. It seems weak, but I'm afraid to do anything too drastic. I think that's smart. Yeah, I mean, I think he should be out of the sleeping bag, but maybe, I get it. Maybe like an arm out, poke a leg out. Yeah. A sleeping bag is tough because you gotta unzip. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it is. It's just, he's just gonna get hotter. Amen. Yeah, am I right? <laughs> and that he does. <laughs> When's the last time you slept in a sleeping bag? Um, probably family camp out. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. It's been years for me. Yeah, I mean, I used to have a sleeping bag. Now it's more of like we bring blankets and yeah. sleep in them type thing. Yeah. I love a sleeping bag. I love feeling like a burrito. Yes. I do that with my blankets. It's fun. Anyway, during the night. Bring back sleeping bags. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen that video that's gone viral of how they um, fold sleeping bags? No. So you know how you get it in a sack and it's like impossible to ever get it back in the sack? Yeah. yeah they've got this fancy machine that super squishes it. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of I sense. I wish I could do that. But. And <laughs> you go on America's. I got normal hands. You go on America's Got Talent and that's your talent. <laughs> Rolling that's, a sleeping look bag. Look how tight I can roll the sleeping bag. Mm-hmm. Fits right in the bag. She beats the machine. Every time. Every time. (laughs) I spend the night half sitting, half lying next to Pita, refreshing the bandage and trying not to dwell on the fact that by teaming up with him, I've made myself far more vulnerable than when I was alone. Tethered to the ground, on guard, with a very sick person to take care of. But I knew he was injured, and I still came after him. I'm just going to have to trust that whatever instinct sent me to find him was a good one. 
When the sky turns rosy, I notice the sheen of sweat on Peta's lips and discover the fever has broken. Thank God. <laughs> He's not back to normal, but it's come down a few degrees. Last night, when I was gathering vines, I came upon a bush of rooseberries. I strip off the fruit and mash it up in the broth pot with cold water. Peta's struggling to get up when I reach the cave. I woke up and you were gone, he says. I was worried about you. Oh. <laughs> I have to laugh as I ease him back down. You were worried they do a trust fall. <laughs> Please. Trust fall. Trust fall. <laughs> Peta just starts doing trust fall. She's like, you're already on the ground. She's like, Candace, or she's like, Peta, we're trying to win. Just stay on the ground. You have a wound. <laughs> They're in the middle here. of like a fight. And he's like, trust fall. She's like, Every time she like gets him up to wash him in the river, he's like, trust fall. <laughs> he hits his head on his rock or something. Peta, God. <laughs> trust fall. You were worried about me? Have you taken a look at yourself lately? It's trench ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I thought Cato and Clove might have found you. They like to hunt at night, he says, still serious. Clove? Which one is that? I ask. The girl from District 2. She's still alive, right? He says. Yes. There's just them and us and Thresh and Foxface, I say. That's what I nicknamed the girl from 5. How do you feel? Better than yesterday. This is an enormous improvement over the mud, he says. True. Clean clothes and medicine and a sleeping bag and you. Ah! <laughs> He's got that riz. He does. He's got that brink of death riz. <laughs> yeah. It's the He's best time to that, pull it that out. near sepsis <laughs> riz. <laughs> when the near sepsis riz hits. <laughs> Please, wait. I meant to tell you about this. Um, blah, 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 blah. I've been watching The Bachelor. The Bachelor, um, he shows up at his little date. Girl comes. She's dressed all cute or whatever. She walks up to him. She goes, you look good. And he, without breathing, without blinking, goes, you look better. Uh, Smooth as hell. Yeah. I'm locking that one away. (laughs) Work. Work. Yeah, I like that one. (laughs) Oh, right. The whole romance thing. I reach out to touch his cheek, and he catches my hand and presses it against his lips. Riz. Riz alert! Riz alert! Start counting it. <laughs> two. Riz alert! Riz alert. Riz alert! Two. I remember my father doing this very thing to my mother, and I wonder where Peter picked it up. Surely not from his father and the witch. No more kisses. The witch? <laughs> Dang, girl. Yeah, the one, well. No, I know. She's bad. I mean. It's just bold to be like, his dad and the witch. <laughs> yeah. Golly. Stupid Horish bitch face mom. <laughs> and the and the bread man. And the bread guy. He's cool. He's fine. No more kisses for you until you've eaten, I say. We get him propped up against the wall, and he obediently swallows the spoonfuls of the berry mush I feed him. And she goes, good boy. <laughs> Candace in her dom era. <laughs> he refuses the grusling again, though. <laughs> Peta, eat the sludge. <laughs> you need it. You need the calories. Mm-hmm. You didn't sleep, Peta says. I'm all right, I say. But the truth is, I'm exhausted. Sleep now. I'll keep watch. I'll wake you if anything happens, he says. I hesitate. Katniss, you can't stay up forever. He's got a point there. I'll have to sleep eventually. And probably better to do it now, when he seems relatively alert and we have daylight on our side. All right, I say. But just for a few hours. Then you wake me. It's too warm for the sleeping bag now. I smooth it out on the cave floor and lie down, 
one hand on my loaded bow in case I have to shoot at a moment's notice. He just sits... <laughs> she's asleep, but, like, holding it. <laughs> Please. She falls asleep and it just lets go. He's just, like... <laughs> He's stressed. I can't wake her up. He'll shoot me. <laughs> An accident. <laughs> Katniss, you're a sleep hunter. <laughs> yeah, Katniss, you were shooting at me in your sleep. I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Peter sits beside me, leaning against the wall, his bad legs stretched out before him, his eyes trained on the world outside. Go to sleep, he says softly. His hand brushes the loose strands of my hair off my forehead. Unlike the stage kisses and caresses so far, this gesture seems natural and comforting. I don't want him to stop, and he doesn't. He's still stroking my hair when I fall asleep. Too long. I sleep too long. I know from the moment I open my eyes that we're into the afternoon. Peter's right beside me, his position unchanged. I sit up, feeling somehow defensive, but better rested than I've been in days. Peta, you were supposed to wake me after a couple of hours, I say. For what? Nothing's going on here, he says. <laughs> He's like, I'm chilling. <laughs> Besides, I like watching you sleep. You don't scowl. Improves your look a lot. <laughs> Dang. I get that. As a fellow RBFer, I get it. I get it. <laughs> points have been made. (laughs) This, of course, brings on a scowl that makes him grin. That's when I notice how dry his lips are. I test his cheek, hot as a coal stove. I'm always saying that. (laughs) He claims he's been drinking, but the containers still feel full to me. I give him more fever pills and stand over him while he drinks first one, then a second quart of water. Then I tend to his minor wounds, the burns, the stings, which are showing improvement. I steal myself and unwrap the leg. My heart drops into my stomach. It's worse. Much worse. His bones are melting. (laughs) Oh my god. There's no more pus and evidence, but the swelling has increased and the tight, shiny skin is inflamed. Then I see the red streak starting to crawl up his leg. Blood poisoning. Unchecked, it will kill him for sure. My chewed up leaves and ointment won't make a dent in it. We'll need strong anti-infection drugs from the capital. I can't imagine the cost of such potent medicine. If Hamish pooled every donation from every sponsor, would he have enough? I doubt it. Gifts go up in price the longer the games continue. What buys a full meal on day one buys a cracker on day 12. I told you he was almost septic. <laughs> I was right. Mm-hmm. When has Katniss seen blood poisoning before? <laughs> I don't know. I She's would not know the signs. <laughs> She's always talking about her mom being a little medic. I guess. Sister, I, I just, I think with the mine explosion injuries, I would think there's not a lot of blood poisoning. Yeah, yeah, they've got different issues. <laughs> 12. They got, you know, explosions, they stuff got like the, that. They got that black lung. That black lung. Mm-hmm. Rabies. I bet, there, I bet there's a lot of rabies. Rabies? I just get that vibe. You were on such a rabies kick today. Yeah, well, a certain somebody in the household. I no. Think it, I think... There's a pet that has rabies in the house. No. <laughs> she just gets a little silly when we go out and play. She was a little feral. She's got to get it out. It's just the wiggles. She was foaming at the mouth. No, she wasn't. She had this crazy look in her eye. She gets that. <laughs> and the kind of medicine PETA needs would have been at a premium from the beginning. Well, there's more swelling, but the pus is gone. I say in an unsteady voice. Oh, Sorry. Well, there's more swelling, but the pus is gone, I say in an unsteady voice. I know what blood poisoning is, Katniss, says Peta, even if my mother isn't a healer. Why? Again, why? <laughs> You're just going to have to outlast the others, Peta. They'll cure it back in the capital when we win, I say. 
yes, that's a good plan, he says. <laughs> but I feel this is mostly for my benefit. Yes, good plan, sweetie. Yes, awesome. Let's kiss again. <laughs> He's just an NPC. <laughs> you have to eat. Keep your strength up. I'm going to make you soup, I say. She's just like me on soup fall day. <laughs> She's like, it's fall. Yep. Yes. Uh-huh. Don't light a fire, he says. It's not worth it. We'll see, I say. As I take the pot down to the stream, I'm struck by how brutally hot it is. I swear the game makers are progressively ratcheting up the temperature in the daytime and sending it plummeting at night. The heat of the sun-baked stones by the stream gives me an idea, though. Maybe I won't need to light a fire. She's (laughs) She's, so innovative. She's making broth on a flat surface. (laughs) (laughs) I settle down on a big flat rock halfway between the stream and the cave. After purifying half a pot of water, I place it in direct sunlight and add several egg-sized hot stones to the water. I'm the first to admit I'm not much of a cook. Mint water. End sentence. End chapter. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. And that's the book. And then they all die. (laughs) But since soup mainly involves tossing everything in a pot and waiting, it's one of my better dishes. She's right. I get it. I mince grusling until it's practically mush. Oh! And mash some of Rue's roots. Yum. Mm. Wish I was there. Yeah. I wish that was my dinner. Fortunately, they've both been roasted already, so they mostly need to be heated up. Already, between the sunlight and the rocks, the water's warm. I put in the meat and roots, swap in fresh rocks, and go find something green to spice it up <laughs> You know how when you make a soup that has, like, a bay leaf, you have to make sure you pull the bay leaf out? Yeah. She's going to leave a rock in this soup. Yeah, she's like, oh, Peter's like, it's in my tooth. She's like, oh, I forgot to take the rock out. Oops. That's my extra seasoning. It's my secret ingredient. Mm-hmm. Stream rock. Mm-hmm. Yummy. Mm-mm-mm. And go find something green to spice it up a little. Before long, I discover a tuft of chives growing at the base of some rocks. Perfect. She just found chives out there? Yeah. Work. The game maker said, we are going to scatter soup ingredients throughout the arena. <laughs> Candace is, if she had a foraging TikTok, it would go so hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone would be foraging mm-hmm. after her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, listen, a book has made me want to eat bark out of a tree before. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She could She could influence me. Mm-hmm. I chop them very fine and add them to the pot, switch out the rocks again, put on the lid, and let the whole thing stew. I've seen very few signs of game around, but I don't feel comfortable leaving PETA alone while I hunt, so I rig half a dozen snares and hope I get lucky. I wonder about the other tributes, how they're managing now that their main source of food has been blown up. At least three of them, Cato, Clove, and Foxface, had been relying on it. Probably not Thrush, though. I've got a feeling he must share some of Rue's knowledge on how to feed yourself from the earth. Are they fighting each other? Looking for us? Maybe one of them has located us and is just waiting for the right moment to attack. The idea sends me back to the cave. Peter stretched out on top of the sleeping bag in the shade of the rocks. Although he brightens a bit when I come in, it's clear he feels miserable. I put cool cloths on his head, but they warm up almost as soon as they touch his skin. She could have cooked the soup on him. Yeah, for real. <clears throat> Peter, I'm just going to put this pot on you. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't have to put the rocks in it now. <laughs> I'm just going to dump a bunch of grusling on you. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. I love, it's him refusing the grusling and then her mashing it up so fine is really giving kid that won't eat his vegetables. Yeah, no it is. <laughs> it is. I'm blending the broccoli. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want anything, I ask? No, he says. Thank you. Wait, yes. Tell me a story. A story? What about, I say. <laughs> I'm not much for storytelling. It's kind of like singing, but once in a while, Prim wheedles one out of me. I'm taking a lot of liberties with the dialogue today. (laughs) Go for it. 
Something happy. Tell me about the happiest day you can remember, says Peta. Something between a sigh and a huff of exasperation leaves my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Right. A happy story? This will require a lot more effort than the soup. Okay. You know what, Candace? Just say a fun story. Make something up. Yeah, come on. You're with a dying boy. (laughs) He's so ill. I rack my brains for good memories. Most of them involve Gail and me out hunting, and somehow I don't think these will play well with either PETA or the audience. Yeah, maybe don't talk about how you sneak out of your district to hunt all the time. With your boy toy. Yeah, with your boy toy when you're supposed to be in love with PETA. Mm-hmm. That leaves Prim. Did I ever tell you about how I got Prim's goat, I ask? PETA shakes his head. <laughs> Nar. Nar, you did. <laughs> and looks at me expectantly. So I begin, but carefully. Because my words are going out all over Pan Am. Us with this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, careful. Am. Careful. I know, we gotta be careful. We're gonna reach, we reach everywhere outside of the US. Uh huh. We do, actually. Yeah, we do. We have international <laughs> listeners. Hey. Hey, hey shout out. And while people have no doubt put two and two together that I hunt illegally, I don't wanna hurt Gail or Greasy Say. Yeah, hey, no. Queen. Shh, we gotta look out for Greasy. <laughs> Yeah, I call her Greasy. We're cooling. (laughs) Yeah, Greasy. Or the butcher, or even the peacekeepers back home who are my customers by publicly announcing they're breaking the law, too. Here's the real story of how I got the money for Prim's goat, lady. It was a Friday evening, the day before Prim's 10th birthday in late May. As soon as school ended, Gail and I hit the woods because I wanted to get enough to trade for a present for Prim. Maybe some new cloth for a dress or a hairbrush. She's like, Prim's never brushed her hair. It's going to be a big first for it's gonna her. Be We're going to be sitting there working on knots for hours. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm going to use some Grusling as a leave-in conditioner. We don't even know how long it is. <laughs> our snares had done well enough, and the woods were flush with greens. But this was really no more than our average Friday night haul. I was disappointed as we headed back, even though Gail said we'd be sure to do better tomorrow. We were resting a moment by a stream when we saw him. A young buck, probably a yearling by his size. His antlers were just growing in, still small and coated in velvet. Poised to run, but unsure of us, unfamiliar with humans. Beautiful. Less beautiful, perhaps, when the two arrows caught him. One in the neck, the other in the chest. None in the eye? Interesting. Hmm. Gail and I had shot at the same time. The buck tried to run, but stumbled, and Gail's knife slit his throat before he knew what had happened. Oh. Momentarily, I felt a pang at killing something so fresh and innocent. And then my stomach rumbled at the thought of all that fresh and innocent meat. A deer! Gail and I have only brought down three in all. The first one, a doe that had injured her leg, somehow almost didn't count. But we knew from that experience not to go dragging the carcass into the hob. And it caused chaos with people bidding on parts and actually trying to hack off pieces themselves. Greasy Say had intervened and sent us with our deer to the butcher, but not before it had been badly damaged. Hunks of meat taken, the hide riddled with holes. Oh my god, that's ruthless. Yeah. You know, you're trying to carry your buck through town and people are literally ripping holes in it. You said, no, I've been to the Hunger Games before. Yeah. She's like, this ain't the Hunger Games. Yeah. Although everybody paid up fairly, it had lowered the value of the kill. This time we waited until dark fell and slipped under a hole in the fence close to the butcher. Even though we were known hunters, it wouldn't have been good to go carrying a 150-pound deer through the streets of District 12 in daylight like we were rubbing it in the officials' faces. The butcher, a short, chunky woman named Ruba. Okay, work, Ruba. <laughs> okay, Ruba. Work. <laughs> I love her. 
Bruma and Greasy Say, the two best characters. I bet they're sisters show. or yeah, twins or something. Yeah, I bet. Ruba came to the back door when we knocked. You don't haggle with Ruba. Rule number one, don't haggle with Ruba. Okay. Noted. Okay. Noted. She gives you one price, which you can take or leave, but it's a fair price, just like Shark Tank. <laughs> take it or leave it. <laughs> We took her offer on the deer, and she threw in a couple of venison steaks we could pick up after the butchering. Even with the money divided in two, neither Gail nor I had held so much at one time in our lives. We decided to keep it a secret and surprise our families with the meat and money at the end of the next day. This is where I really got the money for the goat, but I tell Peta I sold an old silver locket of my mother's. That can't hurt anyone. Then I pick up the story in the late afternoon of Prim's birthday. Gail and I went to the market on the square so that I could buy dress materials. As I was running my finger over a length of thick blue cotton cloth, something caught my eye. There's an old man who keeps a small herd of goats on the other side of the seam. (laughs) I don't know his real name. Everyone just calls him the Goat Man. Nice. We have so many good bonus characters this episode. There's so many good, iconic people (laughs) in 12. We have Greasy Say coming back in for some more action. We met Ruba and we have the Goat Man. Yeah. Ugh. His joints are swollen and twisted in painful angles. And he's got a hacking cough. That proves he spent years in the mines. He's he got, got them lungs. Coal lung. Mm-hmm. He's going to cough up a diamond one day. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going to leave District 12 forever. <laughs> That's your final District 12 form. <laughs> diamond lung. <laughs> but he's lucky. Somewhere along the way, he saved up enough for these goats and now has something to do in his old age besides slowly starve to death. He's filthy and impatient, but the goats are clean and their milk is rich if you can afford it. Kenneth just has a way of describing people. (laughs) (laughs) She's so sweet. (laughs) Yeah. One of the goats, a white one with black patches, was lying down in a cart. It was easy to see why. Something, probably a dog, had mauled her shoulder and an infection had set in. It was bad. The goat man had to hold her up to milk her. Aww. (laughs) Gotta pick him up just to say hello. (laughs) Gotta pick him up just to milk him. (laughs) Yee-yee. Yee-yee. But I thought I knew someone who could fix it. Gail. I whispered, I want that goat for prep. Owning a nanny goat can change your life in District 12. The animals can live off almost anything. The meadow's a perfect feeding place, and they can give four quarts of milk a day. To drink, to make into cheese, to sell. It's not even against the law. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> She's hurt pretty bad, said Gail. We better take a closer look. We went over and bought a cup of milk to share, then stood over by the goat as if idly curious. Let her be, said the man. Just looking said Gail. Well, look fast. She goes to the butcher soon. Hardly anyone will buy her milk. And then they only pay half price, said the man. What's the butcher giving for her? I asked. The man shrugged. Hang around and see. I turned and saw Ruba coming up across the square toward us. Oh, no. Lucky thing you showed up, said the goat man. When she arrived, girl's got her eye on your goat. Not if she's spoken for, I said carelessly. Ruba looked me up and down, then frowned at the goat. She's not. Look at that shoulder. Bet you half the carcass will be too rotten for even sausage. What? Said the goat man. We had a deal. What? <laughs> what? You never had chocolate. <laughs> That's literally him. <laughs> we had a deal on an animal with a few teeth marks. Not that thing. Sell her to the girl if she's stupid enough to take her, said Ruba. As she marched off, I caught her wink. <laughs> Slee, Ruba. She's so cute. The goat man was mad. But he still wanted that goat off his hands. It took us half an hour to agree on the price. Half an hour? <laughs> Jesus Two dollars. <Christ. laughs> 
Two dollars, one penny. <laughs> Give me your whole deer. <laughs> Quite a crowd had gathered by then to hand out opinions. It was an excellent deal if the goat lived. I had been robbed if she died. People took sides in the argument, but I took the goat. Gail offered to carry her. I think he wanted to see the look on Prim's face as much as I did. In a moment of complete giddiness, I bought a pink ribbon and tied it around her neck. Then we hurried back to my house. That's so cute. You should have seen Prim's reaction when we walked in with that goat. Remember, this is a girl who wept to save that awful old cat, Buttercup. She was so excited, she started crying and laughing all at once. My mother was less sure, seeing the injury, but the pair of them went to work on it, grinding up herbs and coaxing bruise down the animal's throat. They sound like you, says Peta. I had almost forgotten he was there. <laughs> she's, just, she's just so thinking about this goat. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Peta, they work magic. That thing couldn't have died if it tried, I say. But then I bite my tongue, realizing what that must sound like to Peta, who is dying in my incompetent hands. It's <laughs> like, them? They could deal with anything. They can save everyone. You got, you have a paper cut. You have blood poisoning. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what's going on. Don't worry. I'm not trying. He jokes. Finish the story. Well, that's it. Only I remember that night, Prem insisted on sleeping with Lady on a blanket next to the fire. And just before they drifted off, the goat licked her cheek like it was giving her a good night kiss or something. I say. It was already mad about her. Aww. Was it still wearing the pink ribbon? He asks. I think so. I say. Why? I'm just trying to get a picture, he says thoughtfully. I can see why that day made you happy. Oh, yeah. Oh. So sweet. Well, I knew that goat would... Goat? <laughs> goat. Well, I know that goat would be a little gold mine, I say. Yes, of course I was referring to that. Not the lasting joy you gave your sister you love so much you took her place in the reaping, says Peter Trapley. That's so funny. He's Res. so funny. <laughs> the goat has paid for itself several times over, I say in a superior tone. Work. She's a businesswoman first. <laughs> Entrepreneur. <laughs> well, it wouldn't dare do anything else after you saved its life, says Peta. I intend to do the same thing. Really? What did you cost me again? I ask. A lot of trouble. Don't worry, you'll get it all back, he says. You're not making sense, I say. I test his forehead. The fever is going nowhere but up. Mm. Nothing can stop me. I'm all the way up, <laughs> Peta's fever. I'm all the way up. <laughs> You're a little cooler, though. The sound of the trumpets startles me. Good morning. <laughs> I'm on my feet and at the mouth of the cave in a flash, not wanting to miss a syllable. It's my new bestie. Best friend. Claudius Temple Smith. And as I expected, he's inviting us to a feast. Well, we're not that hungry, and I actually wave his offer away in indifference when he says, Now hold on. Some of you may already be declining my invitation. But this is no ordinary feast. Each of you needs something desperately. I do need something desperately. Something to heal Peter's leg. Yeah. 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 Each of you will find that something in a backpack, marked with your district number, at the cornucopia at dawn. Think hard about refusing to show up. For some of you, this will be your last chance, says Claudius. There's nothing else, just his words hanging in the air. I jump as Peter grips my shoulder from behind. No! He says, you're not risking your life for me. Who said I was? I say. So you're not going? He asks. Of course, I'm not going. Give me some credit. Do you think I'm running straight into some free-for-all against Cato and Clove and Thrush? Don't be stupid, I say, helping him back to bed. I'll let them fight it out. We'll see who's in the sky tomorrow night and work out a plan from there. You're such a bad liar, Katniss. Mm. I don't know how you've survived this long. He begins to mimic me. 
I knew that gun would be a little gold mine. You're cooler, though. Of course I'm not going. <laughs> I love him. He shakes his head. Never gamble at cards. You'll lose your last coin. Dang. He says. Roaster. Anger flushes my face. All right, I am going, and you can't stop me. I can follow you, at least partway. I may not make it to the cornucopia, but if I'm yelling your name, I bet someone can find oh. me, and then I'll be dead for sure, he says. Dude. Come on. <laughs> In the Bachelor podcast that I listen to, um, Chad is always like, if they get you into this group date, just <laughs> make the footage unusable. Start screaming. No. Cr- crawling own. around on the floor. Being so weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Make it unusable. Yes. PETA in this moment. <laughs> PETA does not give a flying fudge. Because no. he's about to die. He's like, oh. Mm-hmm. You won't get a hundred yards from here on that leg, I say. Then I'll drag myself, says Peta. You go, and I'm going too. He's just stubborn enough, and maybe just strong enough to do it. She's like, I should not have given him that gruesome soup. Yeah, dang it, <laughs> he should be weak. Come howling after me in the woods. <laughs> oh, Candace, oh! <laughs> it's giving Jacob black. Yeah. Even if a tribute doesn't find him, something else might. He can't defend himself. <laughs> Imagine, for in my mind, he's a mermaid right now. What? <laughs> oh, because just his can't... leg, like yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. I'd probably have to wall him up in the cave just to go myself, and who knows what the exertion will do to him. What am I supposed to do? Sit here and watch you die? I say. He must know that's not an option. That the audience would hate me, and frankly, I would hate myself too if I didn't even try. I won't die. I promise. If you promise not to go. He says, we're at something of a stalemate. I know I can't argue him out of this one, so I don't try. I pretend reluctantly to go along. Then you have to do what I say. Drink your water, wake me when I tell you, and eat every bite of the soup, no matter how disgusting it is. I snap at him. Agreed. Is it ready? He asks. Wait here, I say. The air's gone cold, even though the sun's still up. I'm right about the game makers messing with the temperature. I wonder if the thing someone needs desperately is a good blanket. (laughs) The soup is still nice and warm in its iron pot, and actually doesn't taste too bad. Peter eats without complaint, even scraping out the pot to show his enthusiasm. He re- even eating the final river rock <laughs> to show his enthusiasm. He's eating the pot. <laughs> He's chewing on it. Just chewing on it. He rambles on about how delicious it is, which should be encouraging if you don't know what fever does to people. He's like listening to Hamish before the alcohol has soaked him into incoherence. Yeah. I give him another dose of fever medicine before he goes off his head completely. As I go down to the stream to wash up, all I can think is that he's going to die if I don't get to that feast. I'll keep him going for a day or two, and then the infection will reach his heart or his brain or his lungs, and he'll be gone. Yeah. And I'll be here all alone, again, mm. waiting for the others. Aww. Oh, she's not finally my Sad. bestie. I'm so lost in thought that I almost miss the parachute, even though it floats right by me. Then I spring after it, yanking it from the water, tearing off the silver fabric to retrieve the vial. Himich has done it. He's gotten the medicine. I don't know how. Persuaded some gaggle of romantic fools to sell their jewels. Fools to sell their jewels. (laughs) And I can save Peta. It's such a tiny vial, though. It must be very strong to cure someone as ill as Peta. A ripple of doubt runs through me. I uncork the vial and take a deep sniff. My spirits fall at the sickly sweet scent. Just to be sure, I place a drop on the tip of my tongue. There's no question. It's sleep syrup. It's a common medicine in District 12. Cheap, as medicine goes, but very addictive. 
Almost everyone's had a dose at one time or another. We have some in a bottle at home. My mother gives it to hysterical patients to knock them out to stitch up a bad wound or to quiet their minds or just to help someone in pain get through the night. It only takes a little. A vial this size could knock PETA out for a full day, but what good is that? I'm so furious, I'm about to throw Hamish's last offering to the stream when it hits me. A full day? That's more than I need. Mm-hmm. I mash up a handful of the berries so the taste won't be as noticeable and add some mint leaves for good measure. Her signature. Her signature flavor. <laughs> She's a mint lady. Mm-hmm. Then I head back up to the cave. I've brought you a treat. <laughs> I would be so suspicious. Yeah. Here. Oh, no, I don't want any. <laughs> it's just yes. a treat for you. Crushed up berries. <laughs> yeah. I found a new patch of berries a little farther downstream. Pete opens his mouth for the first bite without hesitation. <laughs> he said, are you going to mama burn it to me? She's like, no, not this time. Not, not this, this time. time. He swallows, then frowns slightly. They're very sweet. Yes, they're sugar berries. My mother makes jam from them. Haven't you ever had them before? I say, poking the next spoonful into his mouth. No, he says, almost puzzled. But they taste familiar. Sugar berries? Well, you can't get them in the market much. They only grow wild. I say. <laughs> Another mouthful goes down. Just one more to go. They're sweet as syrup, he says, taking the last spoonful. Syrup. His eyes widen as he realizes the truth. I clamp my hand over his mouth and nose hard, forcing him to swallow instead of spit. He tries to make himself vomit the stuff up, but it's too late. He's already losing consciousness. Even as he fades away, I can see in his eyes what I've done is unforgivable. I sit back on my heels and look at him with a mixture of sadness and satisfaction. A stray berry stains his chin and I wipe it away. Who can't lie, Peta? I say, even though he can't hear me. It doesn't matter. The rest of Pan Am can. I don't think they have that in the movie. I can't remember, but I don't think... The forced him, berry play? I don't think her <laughs> drugging him is in the movie, no. No. Huh. I don't is the medicine that. in the movie? Like Peta's medicine? Yes, it is. Like medicine? Yes. How do they get it? She goes the, the same thing. She goes to the to the feast. Okay. And gets it. Maybe they like rock paper scissor. Ferb is eating the flowers. <laughs> Maybe they rock paper scissor just to, in the in the movie. Yeah. And he loses, so she just gets to go. Maybe. I feel like it's just like that. She waits for him to fall asleep, and then she like sneaks out. That makes and then sense. gets it, and then he wakes up. I think I'm gonna have to fact check that. And look at the movie. Ugh, we're gonna have to watch The Hunger Games again. <laughs> oh no, I have to watch The Hunger Games now. Oh. Her life is so dang it. tough. Ugh, uh, dang it. Ugh, man. God. God. Anyway, I loved this chapter. I was in a very goofy mood. Yeah. I was eating up the dialogue a little. This was a good one. It's It was silly goofy. Pete uh-huh. is being silly goofy. He's on the brink of death. Candace was being a little silly goofy. Mm-hmm. Lots of soup. Mm-hmm. Multiple soups. A lot of, yeah, a lot of soup stories. The story was very fun. Yeah. Um, let us know in the comments if you relate more to Greasy Say, Ruba, or the Goat Man. Yeah. I would love to hear it. And an explanation would be nice. I, I prefer, me, I resonate with Greasy Say a okay. lot. A okay. Lot. But I agree what you were saying about them being sisters. Yeah. I could see that. Or what if they're like rivals? That could be too. No, they have to work together to make the soup. What am I saying? Well, the greasy say doesn't buy from the butcher. Once it's in the soup, I call it beef. Yeah, she she gets her own meat. You know what I mean? What is it? I don't know. Oh, God, I wonder what Ruba's signature phrase is. (laughs) 
She just uh, winks a lot. I would say I can't wait to find out, but we're not going to hear about this woman again. No. She's the one and done. This is her guest appearance. Once it's in the soup, I call it beef. I think about that all the time. <laughs> She's so real. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Goat man with goat arthritis. Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun one. I'm just imagining what I would do if someone gifted me a goat. I wouldn't be pleased. We have the yard for it. We. Would I don't get... think the city would like it. The city would hate... They yelled at us for having tall grass. <laughs> well, we wouldn't have tall grass if we had a goat That's in the true. backyard. That's true. Make a struggle. <laughs> true. Very true. I love sticking it to the man <laughs> by getting a goat. <laughs> Please. Anyway... Yeah. Segway. Follow us on Instagram at way to Wow, you killed, the, you killed the segway today. Thanks. You're uh-huh. just announcing segway. Get- <laughs> beep, beep, segway coming through. <laughs> segway, follow us. Follow us on Instagram at YOY2KPod, on TikTok at YOY2KPod. Yeah. Some of our clips got some views this week. Yeah, we're maybe yeah. popping off a little. So, hi. If you've been here since the beginning. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well... Thanks so much for watching. We have to get to bed. Yeah, it's critically, it's critical bedtime. What time do you guys think it is? I'll give you three seconds to guess. Whatever time you think it is, it's not that time. <laughs> okay, time reveal. It's 8.22 p.m. <laughs> and I'm about to turn off my laptop and go to bed. <laughs> We're in our grandma era. What about it? I'm a little tired. What about it? It's Lent, okay? We're giving up staying up late for Lent. <laughs> Yeah. Well, have a good week. Yes, we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.